1: Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.
0: You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. It's kind of like the Russell
1: Wilson of mosh pits. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program.
0: Available on Apple Podcasts
1: and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now, here's your host, Dave Damaschek.
2: Hi and hello, football fans. I hope all's well wherever you are here in Studio 66. We're ready to talk about football. Let's do that right now with, uh, with two people who are here in Studio 66 with me. First of all, seated to my immediate left, all the way from London, England. His heart was, I wouldn't say broken by what happened by the three Lions against Croatia. On, uh, on Tuesday in the semifinals of the World Cup, I, though, learned just after the game when I noticed that the goalie for Croatia's last name is Subasek and my surname on my mother's side is Zubasic And we did the math and uh, my cousins and I have decided whether or not there there does seem to be some credible factual evidence that we might be related to this guy. This the super really, Super-Sitch, zoo basic. But I think we've so. decided that rather than in doing a proper investigation, we're gonna just assume. we're and uh, and bask in the uh, reflected glory. So congratulations to me, but sorry to handsome Hank, our resident Miami Dolphins fan. Here he is. enough Next, uh, seated the (laughs) Handsome's uh, immediate left, he is the voice of the Los Angeles Chargers. Now joined by another pal of ours, Move the Sticks, Daniel Jeremiah, the new color analyst for the L.A. Chargers. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about all that goes on on AM 570 on the PMS show, Petros Papadakis, and his pal and ours, Matt Money-Smith.
1: May I interject at this point? You may. Uh. I don't know what it is about Croatia, but I have come to discover, and, and I am more Croatian than anything else. I am about, Yeah, I'm like really? 40% Croatian. My mother is uh, like 75% Croatian. Sablic is their uh, name. So that whole side of the family is freaking out uh, throughout this whole run. But I bring it up because I, I see it happen to you, Shek, when the Pittsburgh teams lose around here because you announce your fandom. You're open about that. And I wonder, uh, Hank, how many people that have a situation like Shek have, or I have, and have this little bit of Croatian in them have come up to you and give you the business. A man who was a hundred percent English, who was born and raised in England, whose heart has just been ripped out of his chest oh, in the stop. world. Stop
3: Ripped I, out of his
2: chest. He out cares. Out and his and is well, beating
1: in a bag, temple of doom style. He
2: cares I, more about what the pro football
3: team from <laughs> South beach. does. But how many people have come up to people, you people and been like, said, ha, you yeah. suck. Ha. People have certainly said that to me. And, and I am lucky that? in that I don't necessarily, uh, to Dave's point, you know, it's not, I didn't live and die on it. It does, it, but the the whole kind of people claiming a country is an interest. Whenever um, people say to me, you know, what do you miss about having moved and lived here for seven or eight years? What do you miss about the UK? It always occurs to me when when I get asked that question that America doesn't really have that moment where everyone is going for you know the popularity of soccer is it's obviously growing and and there's a lot of soccer fans here, but. There hasn't been that moment where everyone in the country is united behind one specific team and everyone's cheering for the same thing. There's obviously those, you know, I guess when the Patriots in the Super Bowl, everyone but Patriots fans are hoping they lose. But it's galvanizing. There, isn't, there isn't, you know, and I guess women's soccer has, sure. has had that moment, but I don't know if it necessarily the whole country's doing right. it. You know, when you see those pictures in in the parks and the pubs and whatever in, in, in England or, or in any of the other countries. Croatia, the, par- the flares. Croatia,
1: exactly. <laughs> they like fire over there. That's,
3: that's a real unifying right. moment for the whole country, and probably America needs that more than, more than anyone else yeah. right now. But it, it it's it is it's it's interesting. Obviously, I love your sports, and and that's what brought me here. But it is it feels like that's something that that American sport and culture misses a little bit. And maybe Boy, maybe one day when soccer you know, has that moment where if where your team make that gets run. great, then then it'll happen. But it, it's such a unifying, awesome kind of moment where you know yesterday was essentially uh, an ad hoc holiday in 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 England where. Everyone who is English wanted the same thing to happen and there's all kinds of other bad stuff happening in in the UK right now around Brexit that divides the country just as much as it is here. but for that 90 minutes and, and you know the, the weeks bef- before that, it's you know truly kind of cool unifying, isn't that thing. something
2: that, um, yeah, it's going on in the U.K. the week that Brexit and all that and the politicians, some are leaving and what's going to be there and uh, a giant uh, balloon of the American president <laughs> is flying <laughs> high and in the U.K. And uh, all uh, the World Cup is happening in Russia. It's weird that those things kind of connect, but are not connected at all. But you yeah. do remind me the way the entire uh, nation seemed to rally around those three lines for a couple of weeks there. That the only thing that I can compare that to in the U.S. was in 1980. Are you old Hockey. enough to remember that? Money? I was
1: young. I was seven, um, but I remember it. Like I remember because you know it was. I don't even remember what time it was played. I just kind of remember the conversation around it in my house. I don't remember stopping what we were doing. And I mean, you're a little bit older than I am. So perhaps you can. I
2: remember it. I remember it pretty well. And it was at a time when Jimmy Carter was the president and people were down on Jimmy Carter, you know, the hostages
1: in Iran. There
2: was the hostages in Iran. And I remember gas lines. Really, you'd be at the pump because, uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily the height of the Cold War, but there was ill will. And it it appeared at that moment, apparently, I mean, obviously I was a, a, a little kid myself. But as I recall have have since seen in documentaries and read about i guess there was a vibe that the USSR was kind of ahead in the, in the two horse race in the,
1: the two world at that powers. point. It was, it was a low point right. for us. Yeah,
2: yes. It was grim. And for us, for the U S to knock off the USSR in the, in a game that was supposed to be uh, a walkover for, or a skate over for, uh, for the Soviets. Yeah. That was a big rallying part. But I, to your point, handsome, that's what we need. We need something. Well, that's exactly sure. even it. Even know. if it's, even if it's semi-vapid like that, I mean, well, who cares about a hockey game, but it did, for better or worse, it did uh, serve as a right as a point of patriotism, and that's why you yeah. know I,
3: I love all your sports, but you don't necessarily have any competitors no. in them. So there are, you don't have the, you know that the World Cup is definitely the culmination of it. But when England plays a rugby game or when England plays other soccer games against against other teams or cricket, you know there are there's enough of a rallying moment where suddenly you've got a lot of people focused on on one thing.
1: I think two things. One, to your point, I think one of the all-time great World Cup stories was I think it was two World Cups ago, Drogba, Ivory Coast, Civil War happening, Two sides agree to a ceasefire right. for the three weeks of the World Cup. And those people that would later pick up arms and fight one another would be sitting next to at each bar, other in it. bars watching their team yep. make a run at the World Cup. I mean, that's the power of that particular event. And two, uh, for the second year in a row, in about, what is it, the 12th two weeks, not that it matters, I'm going back to Lake Placid. My daughter has a big ah. lacrosse tournament there every year. I cannot recommend Uh, for sporting fans going there as a bucket list uh, to go into that arena where they played that hockey game. It is not like what you would imagine at all. They do a tour. They explain when the game was played, how it was broadcast. You look where Al Michaels was sitting, it might as well have been two guys on a bucket talking into tin cans. I mean, the press box looks like something you would see at a rat hockey arena. I mean, it really is something. And it's a beautiful arena. It's got it almost reminds me of like the Butler Fieldhouse, uh Hinkle Field House in Indianapolis, the exposed beams and the ceiling. I don't know if you've ever been there, either of you, but it is a really, really cool. How, much,
2: how many does it see?
1: Uh, it's tiny. I mean, I don't even know what number I would put on a couple thousand. Oh, like, I was like going to guess five. Yeah, yeah, like right. five, six thousand. Um, the ski jump is still up, and you can take a trip to the top of the ski jump and look around over Lake Placid and all the lakes there. I mean, it really is a uh, a great, great spot for something that I think most people would never think of using as a checklist. Point. I I remember it very well.
2: And by the way, the larger point that uh, Handsome got to, you know, the the whole rallying thing, the those shots of. The, the nation's gathering around TVs in mass like that and fantastic. the jumping up and down. And also soccer, like hockey lends itself more than other sports do for that instantaneous moment of going from, from flat sitting to, to, Ex, yeah. to Throwing euphoria collectively is, 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 is the coolest visual yeah. there is. Did you happen to see, I tweeted it out. Uh, I encourage you go follow me at Damashek just to see this or look this up. Um, and, and then unfollow,
3: a, or you, you can, can carry unfollow. on. Well, know, you can
2: carry on. Me. It's fine with me. By the way, have you noticed on Twitter that all of a sudden they are finally getting rid of all the bots? It's great. I love it, too, because okay. I
1: – I've tried to. I've talked with Money about this too. You my know. account will be purged. What do I have now? Like two hundred thousand. <laughs> It'll be down to like two thousand. Yeah, exactly. i will be very happy. Money about. and I have talked about this
2: before. There are people that we're aware of, and we're not going to name names around here. But yes. you know, there are certain people who will uh, spend have have to juiced, to, juiced to, the to oh, yeah. juice it a little bit. And uh, Money and I, Money introduced me a year ago to this uh, to the Twitter audit thing, so you can see how many are fake, and you can basically go through and manually delete them just out of dignity. That's I, do, I, I did it. Exactly I've done that. that I've done that in my yeah. spare time trying to delete uh, as many as I can get too, because it's a weird. Uh, it is. I don't know. So, so,
3: so what you're saying is, all those sexy Russian ladies don't really want to get to know who can't spell things. They don't want to well. know you. They don't want to get to. They're know trying me. to get to know Dave. But
1: they're the Brazilians, to to all the Dave. Brazilians. That's real. They're into me. Okay. Uh, okay all those real. those uh, hundred thousand Brazilians I got follow yeah. me. They are all yeah, about okay. me.
2: There's also this this uh, l- a lot of people apparently. I didn't realize. Uh, I hope this isn't offensive to any uh, any group uh, of people. But there are a lot of people that that just look like kind of like a shadow, and they all mm. look alike. They're, they're photos. I see that repeated ah, yes. on the Twitter there, too. And right. I have noticed that. But they have clever names. That much right. is for sure. So I know that they're real human beings. Right. That can't just be uh, yeah, a, yeah,
3: that's not a, a bogus yeah. image
2: with zero followers attached to it. But either way, <laughs> this Croatia – The did you see the Croatia fire department? So good, right? Yeah. It is the it's the, it's the during best during the freaking shootout. Yeah. It's the best, and it makes you love firemen, and what you know, it makes you think. <laughs> that,
1: that, what's I love the one guy that lingers too. <laughs> the one like, guy is uh, like, wait, uh, just,
3: uh, they all they're, they all they're got all it are you really going. Yeah.
2: They are sweating out their national team playing in the in the biggest game of Cro- I, I assume in Croatian soccer yeah. history um, against mighty England, and they're uh, uh, the counting down the final moments of the game. And in the midst of that, the fire alarm goes off, and they don't skip a beat. They don't even look. Jump up. Nobody. I mean, I don't. I, I except guess except the could, one guy. That nobody, but you but you don't even hear. Maybe it's lost in translation or something. Maybe they do, but you don't hear one guy drop a four-letter word like "Ah, not now, right. damn you, fire." They just are gone. Spring their out. stuff on, and they are gone without the without. But the one guy who gets up, like,
1: Wait, we're we're really leaving.
2: <laughs> and then, <laughs> Where you guys everybody, guys then everybody clears out and literally it's in real time. We well, go watch it, but in real time, then they're gone. The fire trucks, beep, 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 that European annoying yeah. version of a fire truck sound. It departs, and literally a couple of seconds later, then the game ends, and two schnooks walk in, and they start hugging like it's it seems like an <laughs> yeah. SNL bit or something.
3: Well, if you want it, my my experience of the game, so I was watching it in my office. I had, you know was doing stuff at the same time, but I had been booked in to present to 40 NFL legends what we do with NFL International hmm. at 1 o'clock yesterday. So Oof, the game, uh, kicks no game kicks off at 11. Game kicks off at 11. Um, so you missed the and and then extra time. gets to extra time and and then I'm like okay well I'm going to go into this uh, go into this thing I have to speak to Warwick Dunn's in there and I can't remember all kinds of NFL legends have a nice time for about 40 minutes explaining what happens with NFL international walk back out two minutes left in extra time England have lost game over yeah I'm sorry handsome because it did appear I'm not Duty calls. I,
2: obviously I'm a novice but it did seem to me like uh, like England should have been up two not zero two nil. Should have been 2-0 at 45 yep. minutes. You Correct. Know? But they weren't. They weren't. But,
1: oh, Prince Harry.
3: But anyway, in the end, it turns out that the it that they all said was coming home is actually me because I'm going back to England ah, tonight. Tonight? Ah, On a plane. Very exciting. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, very so, exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is coming home. Just it, unfortunately, it A me, fortnight? I am going for a fortnight, actually, yes. Henry, <laughs> we've got your room ready to go. Sheets have been cleaned. Your favorite food stocked. Thanks, mum.
1: Did you have those Miami Dolphin sheets when you were a kid?
3: Uh, I did. Had? I had some Miami Dolphin sheets, yeah. posters, the works. Yeah, my... my uh, Who picks you up? Uh, from the airport. Yeah. Uh, my wife and children who've been there for a month now and, and uh-huh. I hope have been missing me.
2: And do you stay with uh, your
3: mum? I will be staying... Uh, this weekend, I'm staying with some friends. Um, we're going for a nice little kind of, you know, family fun weekend. And then I'm staying with my mum. So, you know, you can...
1: Where are you staying? Like, Is this like a Hamptons kind of thing out there? No, the UK? I, I
3: guess it might be. It's called the Isle of Wight. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Isle
1: of Wight. Famous shows with Jimi Hendrix <laughs> and The Who and everybody
2: yes, else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yep. Hey, um, uh, what, what is the uh, UK equivalent of that, or if there is one? See, when you come, you know, people grill out. Oh, you're coming home. It's summer. You'll grill out. What is there an, a, a summer equivalent in the UK to American grilling out? Do you guys do that? It's the same thing. Why do you act like that's a thing? I've never seen. Do people
3: cook meat over fires?
2: No, I've seen people in pubs, and I've seen Instead people... Instead, we do it on a hot stove. <laughs> it seems like you would, yeah, it what seems like it? you would boil something in a boil cauldron. Boil something in a cauldron, no.
3: yeah, yeah, we we get around, and there's a lady... You make a fire, you put a cauldron over it, you boil it. Yeah, there's lady, she in. always have, like, a wart on her nose, right. and she will stir it with a big spoon, and Ooh. there's a cat there. You now like your talking. gravies, you now like all talking. your brown stews and will we will barbecue
1: things. What do you barbecue?
3: Yeah, that's what we call it.
1: What are you barbecuing?
3: Uh, I mean, the same thing it's sausages, chicken legs. Wieners? Um, wieners. W- People, so... No, I, we don't eat wieners. See, I... I, would I, say I, I knew wieners, it. That's my point. Not hot, hot dogs. You don't eat hot dogs. We'll, hit, we'll eat a nice sausage. Right, not worse. Wieners are not good. We like well exactly proper Polish or or whatever uh, Italian hot sausage. Not a we- wieners is like processed. I don't even know what what that is.
2: You know what the, I try
3: not to eat wieners too often.
2: The greatest treat is the red hot, which is yeah, which I love is that. gaining prominence mm-hmm. here in the, love in the U.S. The red hot. You can get a red hot now. You know at uh, at uh, every grocery store. Don't buy. Pro tip: Don't just go and get. Uh, I'm not going to call a brand out, but don't get the eight-pack of wieners that you that you typically get. Instead, go to the deli counter and uh, tell your uh, your butcher mm. pal, give me a few of them Red
3: Hots if you prefer. But so what is the reason? Why wouldn't you it's guys? Spicy. Why wouldn't you? I love that. But why wouldn't you guys put a, a, a real sausage in a hot dog? Rather, why do you Why do you need to put a wiener in there? That's a good
2: question. Why is like, that? Because isn't, isn't, it isn't it a do... proper
3: sausage nicer than a wiener? Yeah, I, I, think it's I,
1: think, a, I think it's childhood. You know, I think we grow that, up. Right. It really is a, a kid's staple. Sure. You know, think of it's mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and, and hot dogs. Dog. You know, I mean, seem to be. When it comes
3: to these days, if you go to a, a baseball game, why can't I get a, a sausage? Um, I think more, or more dog? you can now.
1: I think, really? I think Johnsonville, not to name check, but Johnsonville brats has seemed, and Jody Marone, who does the the hot links, have seemed to make their way in okay. most stadiums at this point. So I think the palate is becoming a little more refined. It is, it is. definitely, yeah. You're
2: you're a shoddy big league park in any sport if you're not if you're all not you're getting you're the sausage at this option. point is uh, right. Yeah, if you're only. Uh, in wieners than, uh, Speaking of
1: which, did you see the news that broke this week about the about the wiener delivery? How about this Costco? Which, if you've ever been to a Costco, you know what it looks like at their their food counter. Sure. I mean, it is a dollar for a pizza the size of your head. It's a buck fifty for a hot dog that's as big as your arm. They got rid of. They removed two menu items and replaced it with two new ones. They removed the uh, the Polish sausage and i can there was one other thing they removed and they replaced it with a veggie dog or a veggie a veggie burger and then a açaí bowl hmm at costco at costco where you're going Who's there, to, going get there to get chicken bake right. hot dogs and pizza And Polish. That's why you're going to Costco because it's cheap. I think they do the retirement home buses there to let them out because it's so cheap, and they just would sit there and eat all up that Costco food. And now they think people are going to go there to buy an acai bowl
3: or a veggie burger and and a and a 96 inch television. Right? We've gone too uh,
2: far. We've gone too far, also, as a society with this pokey bar jazz. I don't. I mean, how much? I mean, the an an abundant. There are certain foods that if there's too much of them it's nauseating right. and too much diced tuna too much diced raw tuna fits into that category for me i would love <laughs> it to, i nauseates would love me, like to us. push
1: back cuz i love pokey. i love pokey, but there's too many right. places now you're right well no i think just that poke bowl yeah. because you can't say no they're like you want the extra scoop of tuna for a dollar and you're like yeah. well hell well, yeah i, I want the extra you scoop you want avocado of tuna. on that yes, yes i'll pay 2 dollars exactly. for it as
3: well for three slices of avocado what am i doing
1: yeah but yeah, then that, you you yeah. get halfway through it and you're like yeah. It's, movie.
3: A it's, uh, it's, it's a just lot. really a Hit and, yeah. They had uh, they
2: had some I don't know what the get together was over, um, whatever the meeting was that they served lunch at here at NFL Media uh, a couple of days ago, and they had a big leftover um, tin of chicken, grilled chicken, and there was something about it I saw yeah, it. Yeah, you don't want
3: it, to see that much. It was food. too much it was just oh, a yeah. heap
2: of uh, a heap of that pale uh Chicken and I, I really got nauseated, and I realize on some level that that reflects on me being more and more as I go deeper into life. I am becoming a uh, a less successful Howard Hughes. I really am like I'm getting the OCD is that ramping. bad. The bare feet thing is making me crazy. We went to Disneyland last week. We went with the kids. It was a it was a gay time for all, except for the fact that when we went to the pool. All the people around with the wet floor and the wet towels there, and the tiles, and following in and people. Uh, well, no, that's
1: not good, Shaq. I don't like that's, it. That's not good. We got to get you over that. Yeah, we got to get. It's you getting there. worse. We gotta got to sit you down with a couple doctors that will tell you that just there's nothing to it. There's absolutely. It's not nothing that I
2: think I'm going to get it. A I, I know, I know, it but just I think gutturally
1: sick. Exactly. It's, uh, that was it. We'd had that. I hope this isn't too graphic, but we, uh, we had this huge fight. Uh, I when kind I kind of worked hope at, it is. We, when carry- we worked at Rock. Um, cause you know, it's just, we didn't have one of those bathrooms that has three urinals and two stalls kind of thing. It was just a single use bathroom. And someone was just whizzing all over the seat all the time, right? And we're, we were like, it got to a point where we were trying to narrow down. And I think we were going to fight the person that was doing it. It got to that point. We were all so upset And Dr. Drew, uh, who you know very well and is just very matter-of-fact and the nicest guy, he said, you're in a sterile. You could sit in it, you can play in it, and it wouldn't be a big deal. And for whatever reason, the way he (laughs) described it, I was like – well, that settles it then. I guess continue to whiz all over the seat. Yeah. We're good. I, I, we're I, we're this, good moving forward.
2: That has been our mutual pal Adam Carolla's get-out-of-disgusting-behavior-free card for a quarter century now or thereabouts. He will tell you if Dr. Drew says it, then right. it's okay to do it. Like That That excuses Carolla <laughs> making his water in sinks sure. that other people use. Ah, it's sterile. Dr. Drew said so. <laughs> his big move, his big move, was allegedly to keep us all grounded at uh, when when we were all writing on the man show. The way the building was structured, the third floor was all writers. There were several offices filled with writers and only one bathroom up there. One one uh, uh, thing and uh, and some people would occupy it in the morning. So Corolla's move became out of out of need because he couldn't get into the bathroom. He started to use the coffee pot every morning and the way the morning sun would hit a certain window where cousin Sal, who, uh, who everybody knows now from Kimmel, he and I, Sal and I were in an office together and Carol would start each morning by coming up to greet us. And then he'd make water into the coffee pot <laughs> and set it on the windowsill where the morning light would We'd go through. It Beautiful. That was is... gorgeous. It was right. a gorgeous golden hue, except that it was, except that it was, <laughs> it, except that it was his issue, you know, and where. And we had to deal with that. That and is we'll, terrible. What are you, what are you doing? And, ah, keeps you grounded. Keeps you grounded. Make sure you don't get big heads. I mean, he's heads. not wrong.
1: I, I think we're good. I think we're good <laughs> not getting big we're heads get without a, a coffee pot full of your, your mesh. Just disgusting. Yeah.
2: Anyway, I think that
1: uh, – like, Should we move on, Emma?
3: Yeah, I think so. Are you okay. enjoying this so far?
2: Um
1: no. That last no. one, huh? That yeah. last part.
2: Uh what would you can be, edit that out. <laughs> what would be the matchup? I'm gonna try I'm gonna jam Steering this, this in to, to try football. to make it pro football. Would there be a pro football event
3: Player that, you, that America could
2: rally about? I'm gonna throw out this one and this goes back to my roots but people talk about Lakers and Celtics in the 80s and for whatever reason people loved watching Steph Curry and uh and KD and company play repeatedly against the Cavs but it wasn't as captivating for the nation it didn't it didn't force you i don't feel like because i guess the nation is so, is so full of cynics vapid cynics that everybody didn't like KD or all those cynics, don't like KD, and they also don't like LeBron. They don't like either guy, so there was nobody to root for. But like the Lakers and Celtics in the 80s, Steelers and Cowboys in the 70s captivated the entire nation to the degree that 40 years later people still come up to me and say, oh, uh, you're from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm a big Steelers fan. Oh, really? Where, where are you from? I'm from uh, Kansas. What, yeah. Why? Why? Because you had to, 70s, yeah. but, it, but you it's not, to choose. Everybody chose one side or the but other.
3: It, but it, and you're right. But it's not a single rooting interest. I know. That's but, the But I think it would be
2: so captivating yes. for the nation for two weeks if that was, if that's what was upcoming. It would I, be the only thing anybody would talk. The, about.
3: the one, I guess, there's, and I don't, I wasn't quite in the U.S. then, but the one that I got the sense maybe had that moment most, or most recently, was when the Saints. You know, coming off everything that had happened in New Orleans, they had that great season, and then it ended in the NFC Championship game in Chicago, and then they wound up playing in a Super Bowl. What was that? A year later or two? A year years? later, yeah. A they year later, the Colts. and it felt like them. Yeah, exactly. That that that. If you weren't a Colts fan, pretty much everyone was was rooting right. for the Saints in that moment. Hmm. Yeah. I um, don't know. I, I don't know. That not, was that's, that's that's spot on. That,
1: well, I think about just that... That's that, right. That yeah. Monday night game against the Falcons. Right. Where all of America were Saints fans. Yeah. You know, when when the Superdome reopened and it's on national TV and here's this great... And I mean, it was just a ridiculous game um, and it felt like... Yeah. You know what? I, I don't have a rooting interest for either of these teams, but I'm going to sit then, down and, and I'm going and, to cheer and on and this cheer Saints the team Saints. led by exactly. Drew Brees.
2: Yeah. I, well, I also, though, feel like a um, recency bias. I feel like uh, whether you, you like the the political statements and social statements of the Eagles or you resented them either way they transcended mere football for a season against the dynasty of the 21st century that had a compelling feel to it except it was undermined by the fact that I don't think anybody thought the Eagles had a chance uh in those two weeks there was nobody (laughs) really what was there anybody am I misremembering that did anybody think the Eagles had a chance in that game except the Eagles themselves because I heard in the 48 hours right before the Super Bowl from people definitely tied into the Eagles and what w- their thought process, their brain trust that it was th- they, they were, were very her. confident. They said we're going to smoke this team unless something, you know, who, who knows
1: Tom Brady passes well, for 550 what yards. What
2: weirdness might go down yeah. injury wise or otherwise but but we yeah. We should smoke this team. We 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 are way better than they are. Save at the most important position yep. on the field. Um, and we're playing our backup. <laughs> money didn't enjoy. Money didn't enjoy that Super Bowl. I, I remember did. it. The no, I remember it. It was a sarcastic tweet late in the
1: third. It oh, was a, yeah, it was sarcasm. Hey, can we mix a pun in here? Yeah, it was it was total sarcasm. It really was. All right. No, I, I I enjoyed the heck out of that. Um, and I'm now at that 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 period or that um, that I guess part of my life where I am watching the Super Bowl through my kids' eyes. You know, we're going to parties Mm -hmm. where their other families, their kids are watching. They're rooting for whatever team for no reason. That's what's so funny about it is they will just pick a side, and there's no rhyme or reason to it whatsoever. Uh, and for whatever reason, in in years past, all the uh, all the ladies, all the young girls, were all about Tom Brady and the uh, and the Patriots. And this year it flipped. Everybody was rooting them, huh. rooting on those Eagles, which they had no understanding of uh, a single player that was on their team or it's what. It's funny.
2: Um, I, that's how I am about the Star Wars movies. These, these grown-ups who are getting bent out of shape and devoting hours out of their finite number of minutes here on the Big Blue Marble to complain about The Last Jedi and how it needs to be remade, just just watch it with a 10-year-old. They don't care. They're, they, they're yeah, delighted they don't, they're, they're, by it. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to hold on so tight. Exactly. Enjoy Lighten something, huh? Lighten up, nerd. And I like the Star Wars, and I am a nerd, and I'm telling you, fellow nerds, there's some things yeah. to
3: yeah, – don't die on I, this Relax.
1: Show. I, I will say, though uh, – just just quickly, and I know we got to move on here. But th- to what? The Marvel stuff. Yeah, the, uh, the Marvel stuff, like, I don't think it, for whatever reason, it just does not move me like the Star Wars stuff does. The kids want me to take them to all the Iron Man, Civil War. We went and saw the Thanos thing, and, uh, and it just, I don't know what it is. It's it like I sit there and I'm like, eh, I can take it or I leave it, but I get into the Star Wars. And, man, it just – there's something – I don't know. I don't know what it is about that particular franchise versus the Marvel franchise that, that seems I'd to like resonate to to with me. i like to the bottom
2: of this. I don't know why – yeah, I'm with you. I like those movies fine, and certainly my yeah, okay. and kids love them. We went and saw Ant-Man, this, uh, the the sequel, Paul Rudd. Is Paul Rudd – I was thinking about that, by the way. Emma VP, weigh in on this because this has to do with showbiz, your, your true passion um, – is, there a, is he the most likable guy? I know women all find him super attractive, and I don't know that guys at large know. I wouldn't him. have guessed that Did they you know do. That? Huh? No. They swoon for really? all women. Right. They, really? yeah. they think he is as really? handsome as anybody. Well, he's right? also
3: a lovely guy. I don't
2: know about he anybody, like nice... but he's definitely handsome. Yeah, he seems to be the most
3: likable. Huh? Is there
2: anybody more likable that you've ever seen without knowing? I, I Actually, I have met I'll tell him you a I'll tell you who I know. And I've met him a couple of times, and he is truly delightful and, and uh, enjoyable. All his all his chums, like that 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 K C gang is a nice group of fellas in general. You know all those uh uh the, yeah. the prominent fellas yep. that right. you see out They're there.
3: They're all from K C. They have there's a lot of them, aren't there? There are. They're yes. all doing nicely. As it's well also for weird.
2: I saw him do a thing that made some some news that he could reel off the entire 1979 Steelers roster, and people. Paul Rudd. Yeah, hmm. and for some reason, because he
1: to, now he just got a lot more handsome than you.
2: To my point, well, to my point earlier that that really what that what that speaks to is what I mentioned earlier. You either were a Cowboys or Steelers fan. You were consumed if you were a sports fan of a certain age there. But uh what I what I have seen him do, I've sat where where there are, you know, fifteen people around and he sequestered himself locked in on a Kansas City Chiefs game and could not be distracted from it for a two hour stretch. It was mm-hmm. it was Rudd. Uh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that's good.
3: Th- that's good to be able to do that. I think
1: Matt Damon is revered that way. Hmm. Isn't
3: he? I like, I, I'm a.
1: Nah, no, he's not as likable. He's not a, as eminently oh, likable on
2: camera, is he? No.
1: Okay.
3: I have no. a Chris Pratt thing. Thanks, I like Emma. That guy. guy's just money.
1: quite the dismissive no.
3: no, No.
2: Chris Pratt's a good guy. Seems one. like a, he's Chris Pratt is seems a, like
3: a delightful guy. He's a good looking guy. Politi- he makes my, yeah, that's true. Little he makes my heart
1: beat a little faster. Yeah, Chris Pratt. We actually had Chris Pratt come in studio for the Moneyball. Remember, he played. he played the Submariner. In, in Moneyball, in the movie. Wow, no and he, uh, yeah, he came in, and he hung out for like an hour, and, and Tim Cates, our producer, booked him. He's like, yeah, I got the guy that's playing uh, the, the pitcher. I'm like, why would you book that? What the hell? Get Brad Pitt. I mean, yeah, get, get Michael Lewis or something. Getting the pitcher. And he comes in, he's a good-looking guy, and he's like, and he hangs out, just chopping it up about sports and talking about trying to mimic this guy's, you know, pitching motion and what he did for 20, you know, 20 minutes a day and for like six months of the year. He was trying to get this guy's pitching motion down. And Turns out he's I don't know what top five maybe actor yeah. in uh, in Hollywood right now.
2: By the way, yes. Well, he's had a midlife transition into being a sex symbol. I want that. You know, I'd like You're to not know. Far se- off, Dave. The I, second I, half of my life, I'd like I I want the light to shine on me a little bit. Emma VP, aren't you in the second half of your life?
3: <laughs> the third half of his life. That's, That's a, what
2: I'm saying. I'm into it. Let's glad get he it going. Did it
1: now. his way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right off. <laughs> I'll get
2: on that. Here. I want to I I be Let's regarded. let change public perception.
1: Yeah. Scott Hatterberg. That's who he was playing. Scott, Scott Hatterberg. Yes. Oh, the
2: first baseman. The first baseman. That's right. It was right. just
1: getting walks, and yeah, that's what it was. And I, that's what it was. his batting stance that he had to figure out how to mimic. Uh, but yeah, just hung out in the studio with us for like an hour.
2: Hey, Um. oh, that. Uh, another thing about movies, too, that I, I was thinking about. Isn't it weird? And I'm not trying to be cynical and good for him because I've never heard anybody who, who knows him say that The Rock is a bad guy or anything. People say, oh, yeah. He's a nice guy, grounded and decent and thoughtful and all that. Good for him. Isn't it weird, though? Has he been in a good movie?
3: I saw you tweet this yesterday, and someone responded with Jumanji, which yeah. might be the worst movie I've ever watched.
2: My kids love that one. I've not watched
3: I yet. mean, it's a fun kids' movie, but it's not good, It's especially and in by comparison the way that, with the first one.
2: And by the way, that comes after him already achieving the status of biggest star on the planet. Isn't sure. that weird? That's a weird yeah.
3: trick. Yep weird <laughs> trick exactly going through it
1: now has he ever been in a good movie?
2: i mean he's the voice in. he's a voice in moana which, which is, is good. really good uh, which yeah is good, but, but I okay think... i don't know how much i'm gonna count yeah. that one i don't know it, what's the rock been in
1: i think that's a fair question how
2: do you achieve that, that level of star also power got if you've never Nine
3: done
1: anything well his movies other movies in are, are blockbusters oh, this can't happen despite not being good yeah, right so this just ruined my day that's it it's over what is what the hell they're going to remake Big Trouble in Little China and The Rock is going to be Jake Burton. I know. You make, can't make, do that. Make you can't it do that. Sick. You make, can't it, uh, that that just that's that's really it. Really takes away you cannot the, do that.
2: The spirit of the original movie to put The Rock right. in it. Yeah. Yes, you cannot do that. That since not I mean people bellyache about those things and not to sound pretentious, but I'll tell you one of my favorite is uh is Chekhov's Lolita, and they have yet to be able. And also, it must be something about the best, uh, the best novels. Is also nobody's ever made a great, uh, great Gatsby picture right. either. But um, but really, those. How do how does a movie get made when they can completely miss the the point of a novel? True handsome. Yes, absolutely. Lolita, have yeah. you seen Lolita, all them I have seen. A I couple mean, the of... best one is the is the Kubrick one. Right. But that one's almost
3: too silly. That's yeah.
2: But admit, but the other one—you like, understand that uh, that humbert uh, humbert is is charming and funny, like uh, the Adrian Lines is. I, I anyway, I are off on the uh, on a uh, um, going down the rabbit. hole. I might not stuff. recover. Well, I want to talk. I might about not this. recover from what the rock business. Yeah, oh, about the. I'm sorry, we got Burton, into that. It's one of the
1: all time great cinema characters.
2: Let's talk about this then. Here's the big question for you. We talked about this, I don't know, two years or so ago, and. Uh, People found it xenophobic on my part, so let's do it again now. The only reason that we don't have as the U.S. of A, a big rallying uh, of game on the soccer pitch in Russia or anywhere else where the the World Cup goes on is because our best don't play soccer. True? Yes. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. Odell Beckham doesn't play soccer.
3: Antonio if he did, Brown he would be the, he'd be Lebron
2: James doesn't and Russell Westbrook. Are we to assume that they wouldn't be able to be yeah. the best soccer players in the world? I'm not
3: sure Lebron. I mean, the, you don't find, you don't find too you many 6'8", 260, six eight two 60, yeah. 60, um, I mean, how soccer Lukaku? players. And he
1: looks like a giant out there. And like Lukaku's six, like 6'3". Yeah.
3: exactly. But that's the point. No one,
1: no other nation would have
2: Lebron. No, Jace. I know. But even even, six, when eight, done, even when they have done, even
3: when they have done and had guys. I mean, look at Messi.
1: You know, Messi's tiny.
3: I'm, okay. not, I, I'm not – there may be one yeah, or two but, of those guys that would work out, but, I mean, you're not wrong about the Odell Beckhams, the Antonio Browns. It's probably football The Russell Tyreek yeah. Hill? I, Tyre- I mean, Tyreek yeah. Hill
2: wouldn't dominate
3: uh, the soccer yeah. game? No. Of course they would.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So we settled it. That was quick. All right. I thought I might get some no. pushback on that. People didn't like it when I brought that up a couple of years ago. I don't think – I do think, want to push I, back I think, on one Do you think LeBron wouldn't be a dominant goalie, goaltender? He'd be the best. Yeah. Or they Calvin Johnson, keep... Calvin Johnson between the right. pipes. Who would how, who would ever get one by him? At that, yeah. why? And by the way, what does I know people have have uh, promoted the idea of putting a morbidly obese guy in in the goal That's in, in hockey?
3: Idea. Oh, in hockey.
2: In hockey, yeah. Right. Just fill that goal. Like how much room would be left there if right. you really padded him up on top of his uh, natural or unnatural uh, girth? Um, what uh, what would happen if you put Calvin Johnson? It, why doesn't anybody have a a seven foot goalie?
1: Why didn't uh? Where's it's a uh, lot of ground to cover. I yeah. mean, certainly the limbs help, but it's a where, pretty wide goal.
2: I know. Where's Akeem Elijah one from?
1: Uh, Akim is Nigeria. Right? No, he's not Nigerian. Akeem is uh not Ghana. No, he's not Ghanaian. Where? Oh shoot, where is he from?
2: I can't think. No. But anyway. Um, you get uh, you get my larger point there. He's Nigerian. Hey,
3: yes,
1: Nigeria. He is Nigerian. He is Nigerian. Okay. okay.
2: Um, best to our old pal uh, Black Tie, by the way, um, and uh, everything going on with him at home. Um, but uh, back to um, uh, speaking of another pal who sat behind the glass here in the past, Kent Brown. We always like when uh, Kent, Kent Brown. Oh, we got one? Hicksburg's own she Kent didn't. Brown. Has, Kent she Brown. Watched,
3: has his mother watched the World I Cup?
2: Have, I have no idea what she's been watching, but uh, Kent Brown's mom continues to leave good voicemails, and uh, we haven't heard one in a little while. Here's one from Kent Brown's mom.
0: Kent, I know you're still sleeping. Hey,
2: somebody on our street's a millionaire. <laughs> you know that uh, that uh, Rich Johnson, two doors down from me, it's like he works for the road department. His wife, Ruth, she won the publisher's clearinghouse. $1,000 a week for life plus a million dollars. Yeah, your dad called and said, hey, Susie, did you hear anything? And I said, no. So Mrs. Rosen's still next door. She was out putting the mail out just this morning, and she said she was driving up the road in Publisher's Clearinghouse for standing in Mr. Vincent's front yard, <laughs> taking pictures of Ruth on her porch, holding up that great big check.
1: Honest to goodness, lucky for them. Oh, I'm telling you. I'll talk to you after a while. Bye-bye.
3: <laughs> I mean <laughs> the end is
2: always my favorite. Yeah. All right. Big
3: news. All right, goodbye. All right, click. Click. Wow. <laughs> That's the best one. What news? That's exciting news for that street. Can you I mean- imagine?
1: We have a millionaire on our street. Like I love I love the way she delivers like that. Nice. Hey, I got news that you are not going to <laughs> believe. believe. There's a millionaire in the neighborhood. (laughs) Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I didn't know the Publishers Clearinghouse was still around, one. And two, who the hell subscribes to magazines through the Publishers Clearinghouse anymore to win the million dollars?
2: What a thing. Good for Kent Bryan's mom's neighbor. (laughs) Turns out she she was the only entry.
1: (laughs) They only had one entry. Did you
2: hear Susan? Ruth. No. no. Good for Ruth.
1: Your father called. I couldn't confirm. I went next door and she said. Mr. Vincent's yard
2: doing the pictures with that, with the big check and all that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> no. What a great thing. And by the way, if you think I'm denigrating or whatever, uh, Kent Brown and Kent Brown's mom, no, indeed. That is representative of my family and uh, most people from Pittsburgh. That's how we sound. That's not necessarily the most charming accent, but you can see it's uh, it uh, still
1: is uh, spoken so by lovely people. Amazing. Exactly. They really are.
2: Those are really good. Yeah. We are MOVP. We really do need to create – a place where a home where all of those can be listened to. I don't know how we do it. Maybe we just should make a thing where we just put out the just, greatest hits of Kent Brown's
3: mom. No, just create a Kent Brown's mom's um, voicemails, Twitter account and, and just publish them. Put them, put them all there, on we that.
2: can make a SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah. Now we're cooking with gas. Hey, let's go back to the news that I mentioned earlier and is and uh, is out and about now. Great news for football fans who live in Southern California, and uh, great news for Matt Money Smith and great news for Daniel Jeremiah because they get to work together. They're going to be calling the Chargers games in twenty. Are you sure?
3: Because I read all the press releases and like, there's you know they mention um, Daniel Jeremiah, our colleague here, and they mention Ladainian Tomlinson and all this exciting stuff. I'm has, old news, man. He doesn't get a mention in I'm the whole old thing. News. Like I want to know he's. Is that weird. true? That is totally true. <laughs> no, I think, I think I
1: am in the. in the second not paragraph. A, I think it says Daniel ones, Jeremiah will be joining Matt. Not in Money any of the
3: ones I read. I believe. I was I was appalled. Yeah. I said, "Wait, you're missing the best part of the act." Ah. Daniel Jeremiah is a nice looking guy. Great, stick his picture on there, but let's. Let's make sure we got the pipes of money. And um, by the way, what
2: did I love this move for both uh, two two very nice uh, fellas, and I'm glad for them that road trips. If you think on the human level, of course, I can't stand when people bellyache about uh, the Twin Cities. It's cold out, and I have to go talk about <laughs> it outside yeah. for three minutes. No one cares. No one cares that you're cold uh, because you're covering a Super Bowl. What I I do get though that that grind week in week out, you're out on the road. It's still to talk about football. And so it's uh, we're still cheating life, but nevertheless, on a Saturday night, sitting in Kansas City or wherever you are, how nice for money that he's going to get to go to eat barbecue with the great Daniel Jeremiah yep. and vice versa. I'm thrilled for both of you.
1: DJ has already got uh, he's got visions of our adventures on the weekends. Because uh, he knows I like to get out, and uh, he apparently—I did not know—that he is uh, someone who wants to get out and really explore a town. So our first I know trip he is, is in Buffalo. Uh,
2: but the difference is the one obstacle you're going to have to overcome is you like booze.
1: I'll be drunk the whole time. He does not
2: like booze. Are sober? you going to be overcome the moral conundrum of sitting there while somebody
1: watches you nah, drink? That's never not going to be an issue. No, Good. I'll uh, I'll be able to put him back. But uh, the great thing too is uh, because he's uh, he's still obviously working here as our lead scout draft analyst. Um, he. He is already laying out our schedule for all the college football games we're going to. Ooh, we're, we're, we're stuck. How about this one that we're uh, that we're tangling with right now? We can when we play the Browns. Um, when we go to Cleveland to face the Browns, look at him,
2: we in it. We're set, we I, I, I meant we're to, I the meant like we, are we. No, no, no. Him. I meant I we with,
1: with DJ. I meant with DJ when oh, okay. when we go to Cleveland. Uh, we have a choice because Columbus is about two little over two hours away. Uh, Ohio State is hosting Minnesota. But if we want to kind of get that up to about 245, we can get to the big house for Wisconsin-Michigan. Oh, man. Ooh. So it's a tough 30. one because the horseshoes pretty special to, to go watch a game there. But Ohio State will lay waste to, to P.J. Flex row the boat. You've been Minnesota, to both? I've been to both, yeah. Mm. So it's just kind of an up in the air. Which, which one would you rather go to?
2: Ann Arbor is not as crazy as other Big Ten towns, but it's a lovely place like most Big Ten uh, little college towns are. It really is a charming town in autumn. If that's if that's in October, I would vote for
1: It's that. October. You don't want to be
2: in Columbus. Uh, it's I mean, October. Columbus is fine. It's just a yeah. city. Um, yeah, I, I, I vote for you guys go yeah. up to Ann Arbor. That's a gem. Uh,
3: before- I was already excited about uh, Money coming to London, and now DJ and Money are going right? to be there together. Oh, we'll both yeah. Be there.
2: Excellent. That'll be fun. Yeah. Excellent. I still want in on the Mexico City trip. That's the one I want to be part
3: of. It's we'll, fine. We'll, we'll hey, Money, you
2: before you go, I know you got a punt uh, here. Oh, wow. To go Look do at that real time. Job. Real quick, should we start with Money, MVP. VP? We started a si- series uh, off the cuff. The other day with Sean O'Hare and Handsome Hank, should we now try to involve money or should we do it without him?
0: I think we'll have to do it without him. He's got to go.
2: All right. It'll take bi- a little while. Let's ask one thing with uh, money then. Who is – we, we start, the series is the best newcomer or the most impactful newcomer to every team in the league. We did the NFC East uh, the other day. Now let's turn to you. Who better to talk to about the Chargers than, uh, than Matt Money's?
1: Well, you know, I mean, they just pretty much kept their whole team. I mean, they added Mike Pouncey, who was a huge upgrade over Spencer Pulley. I know Hank didn't like the way his career has gone these last couple of years, but but considering they were playing with essentially a backup guard that had been converted to center, uh, getting Mike Pouncey, there's a big get for them, but I think it's going to be Derwin James. Uh, that team played, Gus Bradley played in a sub-package with six defensive backs probably 50 to 60% of the time last year, and it's – probably the best collection of corners that we have on any team in the league With if, right. if Jason yeah. Verrett is healthy um, and what they have there. I mean, a nickelback in Desmond King. Trevor Williams was great as a backup to Jason. Then you add Derwin James if you count the safeties now in that mix. Um, to be able to put six defensive backs out there and have them be Verrett, King, Hayward, James, Adai, I mean, that is going to be a uh, heck of a unit. So, so I think the way they're going to use – uh, Derwin, I, I won't be surprised to see him play a little bit of linebacker. I wouldn't be surprised to see him rushing off the edge. I mean, that's kind of what I'm hearing out of there. That's how versatile he's been. Um, so he'll definitely, I, I think, you know, because Mike Pouncey's okay, he can call out, you know, the checks and he can set an offense um, and, and maybe relieve Phillip from having to do some of that. And, and he'll be great on the inside of that line, especially with the return of Forrest Lamp, uh, one of the guards that joined Dan Field. Yeah, how about that? You can kind of call
2: those guys uh, the O line guys that went down. You can – Right, right.
1: Well, think about it. They get they basically have two first and two second round picks this year. I mean, they have, you know, their first round pick from last year, Mike Williams, barely played because of yeah. that neck. And he's totally healthy. And they say he is wrecking shop out there, you know. And, and when you see him, like that's one of the cool things about being, you know, part of a team and not just uh, the independent guy that flies in and calls the game. When you're around them without pads, I mean, Mike Williams looks like a tight end. He's that big. I mean, he's that wide. He's that big. You kind of understand why. Oh, yeah, that's why they drafted him at number seven overall. And,
2: and we talk about it all the time. It's become old news on this show as it seems like the rest of the football world is sort of uh, getting in on like, oh, yeah, Keenan Allen, you may not like him as a physical specimen. He may not pop out the way Julio Jones or other guys do, but uh, he is right up there with Antonio Brown, New Hopkins, and Julio Jones among the best receivers in the game. All right, Money. Yeah, and by the way, I'm with you on James. I mean, this, this was a guy. If you watch college football over the last couple of years, this is a guy who, for me, I, as I kept saying, two out of the – he's definitely in my top three can't-miss guys from, from the 2018. It's just
1: weird half. that he slipped. I, I, it's it's it's. I, but, you know, quarterbacks, when you get, what, five guys that end up going in the first round, four of them ahead of James, that's what happens. You know, and that's what they were hoping – was going to end up happening is teams that needed quarterbacks would get ahead of him and, and a guy like Derwin would slip.
2: And practically speaking too, you were the one who first pointed this out to me because in the in August, in the run-up, Trey Boston was providing a needed voice, uh, you know, the, the, the so-called uh, quarterback of the defense and all that and uh, was effective in parts there, yep. but the one thing he wasn't great at, you know, the raw foot speed and what you needed on the back end out of that position. Trey Boston's great. I can't believe he's available. I hope my team signs him as a matter of fact i'd love to have that hybrid kind of player there as, uh as as that role emerges more and more in pro now, five football. picks
1: last year and still has no job
2: but james i mean my goodness yeah. that's the one weakness if you assume that those youngsters come in and help that offensive line where where's the weakness on the on the la chargers
1: so stay healthy that's, that's it, it man it. that's it Get stay that's healthy
2: it. For once, have the football god smile on Please. Phil Rivers and uh, old man Rivers could go out with a bang. All right, you go out with a bang I'm now, up. Matt Money Smith. Right, but I want you to put on a show though when you do it. I want you to, um, I want you to like, like be like, I'm not talking about any other AFC West teams. I won't do it, and then storm away. We'll, we'll uh, edit this in post. Like, say, I know you have to go for time, but, but for the audience, it's going to seem like. That you're you refuse to do it. So like, take that again. Like, I gotta get. I'm not gonna sit here and talk about those bum teams. Now do that. Okay. Ready? So so okay. So now let's move on to yeah. The let's, next talk team and, the Chiefs, let's talk about the Chiefs. Let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. What the Chiefs hell's your yet? problem? What
1: are you thinking? What do you mean? going why 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 talk about the Chiefs. So what? Oh, someone what? can uh, clip. Hey, Money said that that Sammy Watkins is uh, not gonna. It's a waste of 16 million bucks. We're just oh, it's below. Be, oh, look, the Charger guys coming to town. It's week one. Pat Mahomes. Good luck facing off against Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram in your first game. Is that what you out Money, of me. We're all, you're we're not all gonna about, get it.
2: We're all about Why would you have all the divisions here?
1: of all the divisions to pick that we could go through? I'd see what you're up to. I thought was, uh, we I would get down your
3: Jeremiah to do it. I don't I guess we could try
1: to. Oh, so that's what you're gonna do? That's really hey. Maybe LT. How about this? How about you stay in London? All right.
2: Oh wow. Don't need this. Uh, this isn't the way I wanted. <laughs> to Come
1: up here. I still got a radio show to do. I thought we had a do. good time. Yeah, Chargers training camp opening in a couple weeks. I'm nice enough. I got Emma dismissing me with a no. Hell of a day for me. Wow. Thanks a lot, guys. This
2: really got sideways fast. Jeez, mm. Jeez oh, man. Wow. I, I mean, I, don't, I almost feel bad continuing. And a good day to you, sir. I mean, I don't feel that bad continuing. No, that's now. fine. I feel bad. I guess, wow. Yeah, I'm really definitely sad. over it now. Who knew? I mean, I just, <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. Knocked over oh, my water. Oh, He just threw
3: Dave's water on the floor.
2: I, I don't know how to react to that because I'm not uh as mercurial. I'm not no. I'm not temperamental. Well, he's so talented. He's way.
3: mercurial. That's what that's his excuse. You and I'm, I don't get mercurial. I'm like a nice sed, a, a mm-hmm. nice steady edge. cuz we're not talented.
2: Right. I get I guess that's what it's yeah. like to deal with uh
3: that type of high-end be in, talent. Be
2: in the orbit of somebody, you know, that kind of star power. Pal- I've never seen that before. No, I haven't. No. Neither have I.
3: I'd oh. heard about it, actually, though. I, there are room... When, when you when you talk to people who work with money, they do mention that that could happen. I was always like, no, no way. He seems like such a nice guy. But
2: thank goodness you're going to edit that so that the audience yeah. doesn't have to experience it. That would right be bad. Yeah, that would be they, really don't bad. Don't, definitely
3: not don't leave that in. Um, definitely won't,
2: no. And I guess you shouldn't leave this part in either because then that would... Well, that would be pulling the curtain. But yeah, no. Yeah. That's so we can't do... Okay. All right. Well, let's. I guess let's just continue then. The Kansas City Chiefs' biggest addition there, uh, Handsome Hank.
3: Wow, oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't feel good about what just happened. Um, their biggest addition. Maybe it is Sammy Watkins. I don't know Money was one during his rant that we're not going to have listened to, oh, so right. it will not be apparent to other. He people. He Kind of told on himself there um, a little bit. Maybe he is. I don't know. The Chiefs. Um, if you look on balance at what they lost versus what they gained, they lost Alex Smith. You know, obviously we think Pat Mahomes is going to be is going to be that guy for them. They lost Marcus Peters in in that trade with the Rams. That feels like a big loss, even if if they feel like it was maybe addition by subtraction in the locker room. They lost Albert Wilson to my Miami Dolphins, who is going to be a star this season. Uh. I'm calling that one. I really mean it. I'm calling that out now. Do you really think yes. so? Yes. If you watch if you watch Chief game from last season. Albert Wilson's making plays all day long. He's going to step into that slot position that Jarvis Landry caught a million passes in every season, and he's going to catch well, a lot Adam this year. Well,
2: Adam Yates is uh, is no slouch himself. He's I was going to say Andy Reid is super clever right. with how, knowing how to deploy a guy like Albert. and it's not like he was some star in KC. No,
3: right, but uh, but I think he's going to get more. You know, they, were, they had a lot of those type of guys in KC, and and that's just my that's, that's just my belief. I'm rooting believe. for you,
2: handsome. But the the Albert Wilson and uh, and Danny Amendola
3: well, they've signings, also, leave they've
2: me got, uninspired.
3: Well, they've got Kenny Stills and they've got um, Devontae Parker.
2: I get it. I'm just saying uh, that the no. additions don't, don't – uh, Anyway, well.
3: let's go with Sammy Watkins. I mean
2: – Well, if, the one thing is about that for real. If Patrick Mahomes, obviously he has among – from day one, has among the biggest arms that, that, that pro football – pro what we're told – right we keep we keep hearing about that that's his primary skill is throwing that deep ball and you look at what they have around him all of a sudden that, i've always associated the Chiefs are, at least over the last twenty years, as a mucker team. You know, like they play in Kansas City, and the way the weather gets in November and December, it seems like the field's muddy and mm-hmm. it's chilly and everything else. Plus, they they've st- had
3: a rash of great running back. I mean, they've they priest going right. back Priest Holmes and Jamal Charles. I mean, they seem to always have like really one of the one defenses, of the best backs,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, they but now all of a sudden, this is uh, this offense should be electric. Yeah, yeah.
3: but know? it was last year. I mean, we I saw that last year, and, and it's not like Alex Smith was a slouch at throwing those deep balls. He used to hit Tyreek Hill down, down the sidelines, you know, it seemed like every game, or at least the first half of the season. I
2: I have a hunch. I like. I, we all fall into that uh, year after year. We never learn from what happened in the preceding 12 months. But, you know, this, uh, this notion that, well, it is a kid in there. You can't expect much from the Chiefs in 2018. How many times do we need to see a team soar with a young guy under center there? I think Patrick Mahomes, that one year for him uh, sitting on the bench probably serves him well. Alright, I'm with you on Sammy Watkins because that's another burner and keep in mind for all the cynics out there who say Sammy Watkins a bust or whatever however you might characterize him do remember this doesn't guarantee success for him but I do think if he can just stay right and get into the right spot on the right team do remember he went ahead of Uh, Odell Beckham and that was Mm -hmm. an almost universal opinion that Sammy Watkins was the star in that draft again that doesn't mean that he's destined necessarily for NFL greatness but that is the collective opinion of the scouts leading up to it does and
3: he hasn't been bad it does seem crazy that he's playing for his third team in that many years it
2: is it is odd okay next up the uh, the Oakland Raiders.
3: Not the L.A. Chargers. You, We're just going to go. Well, I'll tell you. What, I'll just I thought let we me, did let me the just, Chargers. No, but let me just add one player. Okay. And I'm serious about it. Caleb Sturgis. They they would have made the playoffs last year if they hadn't had such terrible kickers all the way through the season. What was Correct. the guy? Young way Quo, and I can't remember who else they had. Caleb Sturgis is a decent kicker, and that's what the Chargers have missed for. Yeah. Steady feels like rather a than a,
2: uh, you know, 60-yard guy, but yeah. Uh, a steady Eddie type, uh, yeah. That, that which is what they need. Um, okay, I, I'm with you on that, but I will. I, I yeah, yeah. no, James. I mean I love, I love James. James well. Okay, yep. next up, Oakland Raiders.
3: The Oakland Raiders, like the the list. So Emma was very kind. She printed us out. I'm just gonna pull back the curtain. Um, Emma printed out a list of, of all these people that the Raiders signed. It's a very long list compared to the other teams. Mm-hmm. There's literally not one name on here where I'm like, wow, look, they got that guy. And it, and I would my. add John Gruden to that list as well if you were really looking at additions.
2: Ah, that's a fun. That one. I mean,
3: that, I guess that's the one, but I'm not even sure I'm particularly excited about that. But like, the, I mean, e- their draft is, and then their. Free agency signings. As time. a reminder, yeah. these yes. These guys are all the like – The big-name
2: guys, Doug Martin, you know, muscle hamster, nice rookie season, people got excited. He's done nothing
3: I, for four years.
2: Yeah, he's uh, – yeah, I'm not overwhelmed by that signing. Jordy Nelson's a little long in the tooth. He was playing with the best quarterback. We have not seen a whole lot of success from guys who leave Aaron Rodgers, go on to their next stop and continue to thrive. That's not a coincidence. And, like I say, Jordy with the, with the knee, the age, everything else – the guy who I, I mean, obviously, who is intriguing for his potential dominance is Martavis Bryant coming over from the steel. I
3: didn't. I just read he's about to get suspended again.
2: Yeah, but that was three weeks ago. And no, no that suspended. was last
3: week. I read it.
2: It was more like okay. Uh,
3: but yeah, okay, maybe yes. If 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 maybe Martavis Bryant gets his opportunity to do what he kept telling us he could do, but never actually did. Well, um, didn't often do.
2: They've tried to beef up that defense a little bit. Maybe, you know, the presence of a guy like Derek Johnson for what that's worth. I love Derek Johnson. Road. I think yeah. he's
3: one of those. And I, it, it feels like we talked about Chiefs players a lot as they like underrated guys who never really got the credit they deserved. And he's, he's definitely one of them.
2: Yeah, I hear you on that. So maybe he can uh, help uh, steady that defense a little bit. Um I'll go with Martavis Bryant on a fly. Yeah, okay. That he could he could really have a little bit of a breakout and the biggest detail for the Oakland Raiders offense in 2018 is Amari Cooper's got to start paying off. He's had he's had some stretches there, but he has been I mean you watched if you watched Raiders games um, in 2017, you could just watch Derek Carr lose confidence in yeah. a week after week after week, drop pass after drop pass. He was – by the end of the season, he was just straight up looking off of Amari Cooper and throwing the ball to uh, – throwing the ball to anywhere. But, to Michael uh, Crabtree, right. he's not there anymore. Right. So, uh, so I think that's the big yeah. factor to watch if Amari Cooper can achieve the confidence that the aforementioned scouts had in him when he was coming out as the uh, as the alleged most polished receiver um, coming out of the draft. Maybe
3: maybe the Raiders' biggest um, acquisition is David Carr.
2: That's right. I forgot about him. He has a who pass. now
3: is allowed into the, into the building. Coach
2: Gruden's ear.
3: Yeah. That might be it. That's what I'm going to go with David Carr. He's a great acquisition to any room. If you add David Carr, everyone's better.
2: I like – oh, yeah, more handsome, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, let's bring it on home now uh, with the fourth team from the uh, from the AFC West, the Denver Broncos. Who do you like best there?
3: Also a underwhelming group.
2: I agree, and everybody thinks that, uh, you know, they're all fixed now with Case Keenum coming off of the magical year up in the Twin Cities, that he writes the ship for them. But to me, he's basically – a, uh, without uh, the same level of arm that Trevor Simeon had a year ago, yeah. I mean, I, he he's doesn't... the
3: same guy. I would say if it's got to be Bradley Chubb, so this is a guy that probably, you know, in in other years may have gone first in the draft, joins that crazy defense that can get after the quarterback already without his help, um, and so you know, just having him in there in that rotation, they're building something on defense, but their offense is is still feels a little inadequate.
2: Yeah, I don't think uh, that the defense should be mighty, but the problem is, is that they maybe aren't the most talented defense in the division anymore. It right. would appear that the Chargers have now supplanted them that in in, in that, and then of course, uh, like you know, that they lose one of their big three uh, corners there. That was uh, one of the key parts yeah. of of one of the great defenses we've seen in this century. But I'm with you. Bradley Chubb returns them at least uh, theoretically to to what really allowed them to thrive when they won the. Super Super Bowl a couple of years ago was just I mean Von Miller with anybody else it was DeMarcus Ware that's a lot of pressure to put on the kid but if you watched again as I say if you actually watch college football the last couple of years you would be impressed by by a few players more than you would be by Bradley Chubb he is going to be great I think he is a can't miss guy and uh, I think he takes off from day one especially with offenses obviously worrying about Von Miller one of the great pass we've ever seen so Bradley Chubb figures to thrive so let's go with him all right good stuff handsome hank good stuff matt money smith and uh, despite whatever happened there
3: well we, we no one will know what happened because we've kept it oh
2: secret. i forgot about that right 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 i'm good i'm glad we cut that out handsome hank travel safe uh best uh can i bring the... you
3: anything from england
2: yeah you didn't do, bring anything last year so now you got to bring two times as much fine i will you've always brought us back crisps but you failed to do it you know what i want some chocolate you always say that in that Amer- that uh, Americans american fail like with chocolate compared to euros yep so bring us some nice chocolate okay talk to you next week it's been a thin
1: slice of heaven
0: you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower